Welcome to another episode of Band Director Bootcamp, the podcast with productivity and wellness tips for busy band directors. I'm your host, Leslie Moffat, and I'm really grateful to be sharing this platform with you. As busy band directors, we know you don't have time to watch lengthy professional development webinars, so we share 20-minute tidbits with takeaways you can use to support you in this awesome profession in a healthy way. And I am so happy today to have Nancy Dittmer as our guest. She's past president of NAFME. She's been president of Ohio. I can't just say, oh, because there's other O states. The Ohio Music Education Association. She taught for 47 years from the little ones to the college um, and the like. And she graciously wrote the intro or the foreword to my first book. So she, uh, first time I met her was when she came out to the state of Washington to conduct a Washington All-State Band. And um, yeah, I've just been a fan ever since. So Nancy, thank you for being here today. Um, say hello to our audience. And uh, did I leave anything out that they should know about you? Um, I don't think so. Thank you for having me. I'm honored to be asked to do this. And I hope that people will come away from it with something useful. I got to ask, and I didn't prep you for this. Why, why did you decide to become a band director? Cause you know, back in the day, a lot of women didn't do that. It was actually very unusual for women. When I first started, I graduated from college in 1972 and taught in the fall of 72 was my first year. And there were very, very few other women band directors around in all honesty, I probably chose to be a band director because of the influence of my high school band director on me. Uh, my father passed away from a heart virus when I was nine years old, and the first male teacher I ever had was my band director. I started flutophone, which some of the older people will know what that instrument is. I started that in fourth grade, about two weeks after my father passed away, and I just became very close, and my band director, who I had then from the second half of fourth grade all the way through high school for eight and a half years, was a tremendous influence on me. And to be honest with you, that's probably why I became a band director. I knew I'd be a teacher. I come from a family of teachers uh, all the way back to my grandmother. And uh, so there weren't a lot of options back then either besides teaching and nursing for women. Mm -hmm. So being from a family of teachers and principals and loving music. It just kind of happened, I guess. Yes. Well, you paved the way for many of us. So thank, thank you. you. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. And I, when I, I've only taught 35 years only. <laughs> um, and back then it felt very isolating even because we didn't have the internet and all the things like that. So yeah, you, you really had to work through a lot of hard stuff, I'm sure. And ooh. well, yeah. And the truth of it is too, that there was a lot of sentiment back then that if a band wasn't very good and they had a woman band director, that that was the reason that the band wasn't very good. When it really was more of a chicken and egg question in my mind of were the women getting the jobs where the bands weren't very good or were the bands not very good because the women you know, were there. I, I personally think it's because they were getting jobs in places where you know, there just weren't as many resources and there just wasn't as much support. I was very fortunate that I started in a small town with a tremendously supportive administration and community. And I got off to a good start and I'm very thankful for that. Oh, cool. 47 years. You must have loved it. Um, I did. I did. Give, give us a little sneak peek because we talk about productivity and wellness tips. So what are you going to tell us about today? Well, I hope that what I'll tell you is a couple of things that I have done through my career that have 
made my life better, made my life easier, and made my life perhaps more productive, even in the midst of being really, really busy as a band director. All right. Well, what? tell us about that. What was this process and what did you come up with? And Well, the first thing that I did, and this is going to sound really crazy, although if anybody knows me, they will, <laughs> they will smile and laugh and not be surprised. But the first thing I did was 20 years ago, I got two cats and I had always loved cats. We had grown up with cats, but as an adult, I had never had any pets. And I had been thinking about it for a long time. And after I bought my house and I had the freedom to do whatever I wanted to do, one of my students approached me, told me they had some kittens that needed homes. So I went out to look at the kittens and the rest is history, as they say. But the thing about the cats is not just that I love cats, but I finally... 20 years ago in my career, which was year 27 or actually probably about year 23 or so, I had a reason to come home at night. I live alone. I've been single my entire adult life. And it was the first time in my teaching career that I was actually excited and couldn't wait to get out of the office and go home every day at the end of the day. And it just really changed me. I think that along with having uh, other creatures in the house who needed my care and needed my attention. Uh, but the main thing was they were little kittens and they were extremely entertaining. And <laughs> it was an adventure every day when I came home from work. And I had never before in my career had adventures at home when I came home from work. The biggest adventure I had before that was mowing the grass or doing something exciting like that. So the cats really changed uh, changed me in a lot of ways because it gave me a different focus. I shouldn't say a different focus. I should say an additional focus. Uh, it didn't change my focus on my work or my students or anything like that, but it certainly made my home life better. And it certainly gave me more balance between my work life and my home life, which to be perfectly honest, I had not done particularly well up to that point. Welcome Band Director Bootcamp listeners. If you're feeling a bit burnt out and are ready for support and accountability partners in your wellness and productivity, we have an amazing opportunity for you. Join our 90-day virtual bootcamp, a community initiative designed for busy band directors like you who love their job but seek a more sustainable approach. We'll meet weekly, discuss your wellness goals, and develop strategies to help you achieve them. We'll tackle productivity hacks and fine-tuned systems for the upcoming school year. With 35 years of experience, I've got some tricks and tips up my sleeve that I can't wait to share. So, as we move into a new season of our lives, if you want to feel empowered and supported by like-minded individuals, this is your chance. Reach out to me at banddirectorbootcamp.com or click on the link in our show notes to schedule a 15-minute call. Let's ensure this is the right fit for you, get you signed up, and embark on this wellness journey together. Because together, we rise. So if you had kept going at the same rate you'd been going before those cats came along, do you think you'd have lasted 47 years? That's a great question. I have no idea. Uh, I might have, but I'm, I, I think there's a good chance I might not have. I don't know. It's hard to tell. You know, if people have been listening to the podcast, they're going to start to hear some familiar themes. One guy talked about um, uh, getting involved in uh, pinball competitions and so just something else that gave him a purpose and, and something to be accountable for. And so that theme, it's different things. You, it's your cat, somebody else, it's pinball, somebody else, it's, it's something else. But um, the theme is having something else to balance out what we're doing. 
Yes, I think that's a good point. And I think that uh, the other thing that I'm going to talk about here in a minute kind of backs that up in a probably a little bit more professional, less personal way. But I I really am thankful I still have cats. I don't have those original two anymore, but I've had Dolce and Scherzo were my originals. And then I had Presto for a while, but she had to be rehomed for behavior reasons and she's doing great. And now I have Aria and Capriccio. So there's a theme there too. I was going to say, not even <laughs> any variations, just a theme. Just a theme, yeah, just a theme. <laughs> Oh, now you said you were going to share something besides the cats. Yes, I think the other thing that really helped me, I think everybody that's listening to this podcast probably has stresses in their job. And that's part of the reason they're listening to the podcast. And I don't think it's possible in this day and age to teach or to be a band director uh, without having some stresses in your life. And there were times when they got to me to the point where I wondered whether I could keep going for as many years as I did. I didn't know for sure. I'm a pretty determined person and I'm pretty uh, focused on goals and so on and so forth. But uh, long about my, um, I'm trying to think what year it was. It doesn't matter. It was early in my career at the College of Worcester when I was in my 30s, early or mid 30s to late 30s when I was called by someone and asked to run for office in the Ohio Music Education Association. And I didn't really know that I was ready to do that. But I also thought, well, if I don't take advantage of this opportunity now, it might not come again. So uh, in Ohio, we elect our editor of our magazine. And so I became the editor of Triad. And I did that for two years. And as was customary back then, it's it was often the case that if you did a good job as editor, then they would ask you to run for president. And that's exactly <laughs> what happened. <laughs> so I was asked a couple years, three years later, if I would run for president-elect, which I did, and which I won the election. And I spent two years as president-elect, two years as president, two years as past president. And that really changed my focus. It changed, well, maybe not my focus. It changed my outlook because it gave, It sounds counterintuitive on the surface, at least to me it does, that I was a very busy band director, music ed professor, advisor, et cetera, et cetera. So what do you do, Nancy? You go and take on something else. Uh, but what it did was it gave me more balance. We all have 24 hours in a day and we all have seven days in a week. And we choose how we spend that time. We choose how we're going to divide it up and how we're going to spend our private time and our professional time and so on and so forth. And what being off an officer in OMEA did was actually it gave me a bigger perspective. It gave me a more global perspective. It gave me a way to look at things outside of my own little world in my office and in, in the building where I worked on the campus where I worked in the town where I lived. And it gave me a broader focus. And it it also helped me in my job because being the president of OMEA, I did things like testify in front of the state legislature and things like that. It kept me very up to speed on issues that were going on and what the factors were that were influencing education for the better or for the worse. And so that, I think, made me a better music education professor also because I was mostly a band director, but I also taught music ed classes. Uh, so I took that on for six years and 
Not surprisingly, I suppose, in a way, if you do a good job doing that, then you get asked to do something else. So then I became uh, the division president for the North Central Division of NAFME, then called MENC. And I did that for six years, two president-elect, two president, so on, you know, the the drill there. And then I was asked uh, if I would consider running for president of NAFME. Again, it was still NA or it was still MENC at that time. And I didn't think I had any chance at all of winning. So I thought, yeah, I'll run because, you know, it's not going to change my life because I'm not going to win anyway. Well, guess what? Uh, so I won the election. I became president-elect president, past president, and it was a life-changing experience. There's no question in my mind about it. I met so many people. I got so much more of a global perspective. But the other thing was that I had to learn to really balance my time. I had to figure out when I was going to do NAFME work or in earlier years, when I was going to do OMEA work and when I was going to do my college work, when I was going to study my scores, when I was going to rehearse my bands and so on and so forth. And again, I know it sounds counterintuitive, but it actually made me better at what I did because I had to get more organized. I had to get more global in my thinking. It also changed my priorities a little bit. I learned so much more about music education than what I knew before, and it changed my thinking, you know, that... If somebody plays a wrong note in a band concert, you know, the world's not going to come to an end. Uh, it's it's OK. Uh, it, it got me. I've always been a process oriented teacher rather than a product oriented teacher. But it be, it made me even more process oriented because I saw these great things that people were doing all over the country. And it made me really think about what's important and what's not important. It, became, it made me more student focused, I think. Uh, it made me less performance oriented. Not that I didn't take the performances seriously or any of that, but it really made me think about it differently. And it made me think about how can we reach more students? How can we be, you know, how can we have music education be a part of of a student's life if they're in a large urban high school where they're not a band or a choir or an orchestra person? So it really increased my ability and my need to think outside the box and to think more globally about music education instead of just focusing on my own little world here. Yeah. Good stuff. So still related to music, but you, and you became such a big influence then. Uh, well, thank the rest you. of us. Well, that. yeah. Th those of us, you know, that have benefited in our students from all of the work you've done. Um, well, thank you. I really appreciate that. It means a lot to me that you would say that. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to let you off the hook yet um, because you have spent so much time, especially with pre-service teachers and the like, can we take what you sh have shared with your cuff uh, Wooster students or just a piece or two of advice for our new teachers, the ones that are starting this incredible profession who hear that you've done 47 years and they're like, I want to do that, but how, what do I need to know, Nancy? Sure. Uh, first of all, I want to say that working with the collegiate, the pre-service teachers was one of my greatest joys in my career, both as a, an educator here at the College of Worcester, but also in OMEA and in NAFME. I think I served for about 12 or to somewhere between 12 and 15 years as the state level collegiate advisor for Ohio after I got finished with my presidency. It's a it's a huge uh, imp a hugely important thing to me uh, to interact with collegiate students and to help them understand that, yes, there are stresses and yes, there are downsides to teaching and yes, there are things that drive you crazy and so on and so forth. But by and large, 
those things are far outweighed by the joys and far outweighed by the the uh, good vibes that you get and the great feelings that you get when you make a difference in people's lives. And that's really, I think what I would encourage them to think about the most is that when they go into teaching, it's going to change. When you're in college, you think a lot about yourself. You do your own recital, you go to your own classes, you worry about your grades, you know, you do all that kind of stuff and you get satisfaction from that stuff. But when you go out in the real world and you become a teacher, all of a sudden it's your students' accomplishments that become the most important thing. And, or at least in my opinion, that should become the most important thing. And it's, it's that thinking about how you're making a difference in their lives and I used to talk a lot with my assistant director here at Worcester about there were some students in the band who needed band more than the band needed them. And I think as a teacher, we have to realize that we're working with kids who are dedicated just like we were when we were in school. But we're working with a lot of students who aren't at that level of dedication, but band Uh, any ensemble, it's just as important to them, maybe more so in a lot of ways. You know, there are kids who say that their safe places in the band room. And that certainly was, I wasn't bullied in high school or anything like that. But certainly if I had free time and I had a study hall, I spent it in the band room. And uh, I think there are a lot of students out there, probably more so now than there were way back in the dark ages when I went to school. But um, I think what I would really encourage the pre-service teachers to do is to to try to start thinking outside the box and start thinking about the accomplishments of your students and what they're learning and what they're gaining and not necessarily, you know, I mean, performances are important. We, We would be lying if we didn't say they were, but I think thinking about what they're learning and what they're gaining and what the process is rather than what the product is and being willing to go out in the world and do something beyond where your comfort zone is. I mean, I taught general music and choir uh, first few years of my career. I taught band and choir and general music in a middle school. I learned a lot from that. You know, I always thought I wanted to be a band director and that's what I ended up mostly doing, but I learned from the other stuff. Don't be afraid to go out there and take a job that's a little bit out of your comfort zone and you'll learn a lot. And I think it made me a better music education professor because I had had experience from grade four through through college and I had had band experience, choir experience, general music experience. I think it it broadens your horizons. It makes you think more globally about things. And I think sometimes we can get a little bit too focused on the small things, you know, next week's concert or next month's concert and how many wrong notes. And, you know, I, I didn't lie awake worrying about stuff like that after about the first five years of my career until I'd kind of proven myself, Uh, you know, I felt like I had to do that. Um, Hopefully they won't feel quite as much. They have to do that, but I think going out there and being willing to, if you'll pardon the expression, take the take the world, you know, take the world in your hands and do the best you can and understand that no matter how your day went, there was some student that day who benefited by what you yes. did that day. There was yeah. at least one, probably a whole lot more than that. But every single day you're having a positive impact on people. And I think that's probably what makes makes teaching such a great career. It certainly was for me. And I still do some teaching. I still I still guest conduct and I still I took the I, I took a little gig a year or so ago. One of the band directors at a local university had to 
had to go on active duty with the National Guard. And so I went over there and taught for a few weeks. And, uh, you know, I love doing stuff like that. I miss my students tremendously here in retirement, but I don't miss some of the other stuff. But after 47 years, I'm allowed to not miss that. That's right. Oh, man. So much stuff here. So many pieces of practical advice and um, things that we can take away and think about. And um, and the kitties will think about the kitties and how they can think help reduce our stress. Yeah. So thank you. I just want to shout out to thank you. Uh, thank Nancy Dittmer for being here today and to all of you listeners out there who are making a difference in kids' lives through the magic of music education every day. The work you do matters and so do you. Join us next time on Band Director Bootcamp for another episode of Productivity and Wellness Tips to make your life a little easier. <laughs>